Hey there, listeners. This is editor Alex here. I just wanted to apologize in advance for my audio quality for this episode of the podcast. For some reason, there's just some static noise that I'm unable to remove from the recording. And so it's not up to the quality standards that we normally try to give you for the episode. So I just want to say I apologize. And hopefully this is something that we can avoid going into the future episodes. Thanks for listening. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 31 of the RXP podcast, the podcast where three working professionals talk all about their love for movies, video games, and TV shows. I'm one of your hosts, Matt, and today I am joined by Alex. Ready Player Two is an okay sequel to Ready Player One. Okay. Okay, so you prefer Ready Player One than Ready Player Two. Do you think they'll make a movie out of it? So, I would say that yes, I do prefer Ready Player One to Ready Player Two. I would say, and I have a lot to say, so in case this comes up in a later thing, I can maybe delve into more detail, but long story short, Ready Player Two is written more for movie adaptation than Ready Player One was. Okay. Interesting. I actually texted Gerald, friend of the show, earlier and asked him about Ready Player Two. And his take was, I finished the book a while, a while ago. It was pretty decent. Not as good as the first for sure. That's all he said. So there you have it. We're also joined by Tiffany. Hey, I'm a medium spice kind of girl. Just Me too. Out there. Me too. We're going to talk all about the spice today. All about the spice. We're going to talk about Thai spice. We're going to talk about um, white person spice, <laughs> aka soy sauce, and then maybe some things in between. But first, in classic RXP style, we're going to start off with a little game. All right, are you guys ready? We are going to play a game of plot points, which this is now the third time that we played this on RXP podcast. This, of course, is where we take. Key plot points from IMDb, the website, and we do it for TV shows, movies, and games. Today, it's going to be all about the video games, all about the video games. So, I am going to give you five different clues, one at a time. If you guess the correct game on the first clue, you're going to get five points. Second clue, you'll get four points, so on and so forth. So, if you only get it at the last clue, you only get one point. We'll tally up the point totals at the end and we will name our weekly champion uh today our current standings is tiffany has four alex has one and i have one so really you know nothing to lose here guys you guys have uh plenty options we have five rounds five clues in each round so let's start with the first one are you ready do, do we is there a theme or are you not going to give us any hints of theme do you want me to give you the theme right out, or do you want it to be a, a, a secret? You, you could make it a secret, and then can we get bonus points if we can guess what the theme is? Well, you might get it because you already know what our topic of the show is. <laughs> so I will just tell you it right out. These are based all on games in a series that I, Matt, hope make an appearance at this year's E3 or Summer Game Fest. All right? Okay. All right. So the first one, the first clue, 
Nintendo GameCube. Metroid Prime 4. Ah, so, um... (laughs) Next clue. (laughs) I'm not gonna... I'm just gonna let that one slide. One of you might be very, very close. (laughs) Next clue. Robot as Menace. Is it just Metroid Prime? Is that just the answer? It is Metroid Prime. No, it's Metroid Prime 4. But he asked for series, Alex. So this is the game. This is the individual game. Oh, he just wants a remake of Metroid Prime. No, so maybe that... I think the theme is actually throwing you guys off way more than than usual. Yeah. I am still guessing for an individual game. And so... So it's not Metroid Prime. I, I am looking forward to Metroid Prime 4. That's one thing that I'm super looking forward to. But Nintendo GameCube has the first clue. You know it can't be Metro Prime 4. It has to be one of the originals, which for this is Metro Prime. Oh, so I got it. Yeah. So That's Tiffany, you about. did get it. I'm sorry, Alex. I've, I feel partially to blame for that. For that Wait, one. so you're look- <laughs> you want like a remaster of Metroid Prime? Nope. I just want... So these. the only thing with the theme is that I'm still looking for a game. And maybe this is just the oh. general theme is that I'm looking forward to something new from In the this. franchise. Yeah. He did mention franchise or series. Series. So, series. But even if you said Metro Prime 2 or Metro Prime 3, I'm still looking for the individual game. Okay. So hopefully that's as clear as mud. I thought that's probably when, when you're saying things that might appear during this E3, that that's why I was like, oh, so you want to see Metro, like actual news on Metro Prime 4. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see you were the confusion. I'm sorry. Um, so, the other clues would have been Space Pirate, Bounty Hunter, and Samus Aran. So, hopefully, we would have gotten there, <laughs> at least by the last one. All right. Next round. First clue. Legend. Legend. Um, God of War. Nope. I don't have a guess. Next clue, Adventurer. Legend of Zelda. Nope. Breath of the Wild 2. Alex, any any clue? These Beyond are pretty clues. Good and Evil. Ooh, no. But I like I like where your head's at. Third clue. Arrow. Arrow. This is dumb. Breath of the Wild 2. Or Breath I of the Wild. Sure to guess I am. Any guesses, um, Tiffany? Um, r- um, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fourth clue. Werewolf. I don't know if either of you played this game. I don't know any. Biomutant. Nope. Sonic? All right. Last clue. Dragon. Oh, Skyrim. Skyrim it is. Skyrim it is. So Wait, that, there, of course... There are werewolves in Skyrim? Yeah, yeah. One of the biggest uh, DLC of that was all about werewolves. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Skyrim, Legend, Adventurer, Arrow, Werewolf, and Dragon. Of course, you know, like, I was Adventurer like you, so I took an arrow to the knee. Remember that meme? Yeah. This game's been I released like meme. a thousand times. Yeah, I love that <laughs> meme. But honestly, I don't think I ever would have gone to Skyrim. So, good on you, Tiffany. <laughs> well, with Dragon, you know, 
I guess Dragon Age, maybe that could have been well, something. Um, when you no. say Dragon and Werewolf, I was like, I have no idea what game has both of those. Yeah. Um, of course, Elder Scrolls Six. Will it happen at E3? Probably not, but I would love to see something from it. All right, next round. Loss of Father. Loss of Father. God of War. Alex? I don't know. All right. Next clue. Giant monster. Giant monster. Giant Giant monster. monster. First clue was loss of father. father. Second clue was giant Uh, monster. Giant monster. I don't know. All right. Next clue. Time skip. Time skip. Loss of father. Giant monster. Time skip. Majora's part Mask. Of a... Oh, wow. You know? Honestly, you should guess Majora's Mask on all these, just to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Fourth clue. Pushing car. Pushing car. These are all in series that of a game that I hope might come Okay, to I got it. Final Fantasy 16. Or Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy alone. No. Oh, Final, Final Fantasy, 16 Fantasy 16 is not right. Ugh. Fifth clue. Friendship. Pushing car. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can you name them all again? Can you name them all again? Loss of Father. Giant Monster. I got it. I got it. Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy. No. <laughs> what? Alex isn't even guessing. Everyone's making faces at me, but I'm the one only one playing this game right now. I know. It I is Final f- What so, has a large monster and you're pushing a car? I don't know. Final Fantasy 15. We just talked about this with the uh that, the the dudes, the bro. Monster? I knew it was Final I don't Fantasy. Know. It was, I knew it was Final Fantasy. It was. 15 you, was with the car, but like I didn't I know why you said were you bringing 16. up 15 specifically? Because, okay. you know, I'm Tiffany, you can't complain because I guessed Metroid Prime 4 and it wasn't right. <laughs> and you guessed Metroid Prime and it was right, okay? So obviously, yeah. specific entry matters. <laughs> okay, you're right. I should have just said 15. I should have said Final Fantasy 15. You, but you when should've. you said pushing a car, I knew yeah. 15. That's why I guessed Final Ex- Fantasy. Exactly. But, well, you guessed like, Final Fantasy That's 16. the only scene I remember from that game. <laughs> because that's exactly. the only part you played. <laughs> I was I was really hoping you guys would have gotten that pushing car. Like, I thought that was pretty obvious. It was Final Fantasy fifteen. I mean, it was obvious. Yeah, we just picked the wrong one. Got but, it. Yep. All right, round four. Bow and arrow. Breath of Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild two. Nope. Breath of the Wild one. Tunic. No. Ooh, okay. I love. Remember, these are already established. These are in the past. These oh, have not been oh, released yet. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Next clue. Snapping someone's neck. What? <laughs> Snapping someone's... Nope. What was the first clue? Bow and arrow. Bow and arrow. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Nope. Third clue. Culture clash. I, I love these these keywords they're so great bow and arrow snapping someone's neck culture clash 
I think you guys are going to get on this next clue. So here's your shot. Ready for the fourth clue? Yes. Giant snake. God, God of War. War. Yeah, Tiffany edged it out there. God of War. Bow and arrow, snapping someone's neck. Culture clash. Giant snake. And the last one was Norse mythology. So <laughs> we, we would have gotten it in the fifth one. All right, last... Last little rounds, and um, it doesn't it's look good. Out of reach for me. It is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tiffany has six, but this is to get you on the board, Alex. This is to get you on the board. All right. This is not a, a very friendly clue to get you on the board from the get-go, but the first clue is Nintendo 64. I don't. Go Mario Party. No, not Mario Party. Second clue. Sequel. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Just Mario I, Kart? I don't know what the 64 Mario, Mario Kart, Kart 64. <laughs> there he is. There he is, everybody. Just everyone know that I knew it was Mario Kart. I just didn't know I, what listen, kind of Mario Kart. I'm like, the first clue is Nintendo 64, and you're like, Mario Kart. OG <laughs> Mario Kart. Well, there you have it. In the most cluster of a plot points to date. Just audience know that I had the right idea for a lot of these. I'm just... I, I just have random trivia. That's just what I know. Listen, you're doing you're doing great. You won. Yeah. You won. Oh yeah, I did. Four. Okay, I did it. Yeah. So I don't think you need to remind the audience about anything. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings our total five in Tiffany's favor to one and one, being Alex and I. So better luck next time for all of us. So going back to our topic of the show, of course, uh, many people uh, who listen to the show probably know a little bit about E3. Um, E3, of course, is a summer fest where a ton of games come together, a ton of developers get to show off what they've been working on, and it's always been a great time to get to see new things um, and maybe get your hopes up for a lot of things, and whether or not they actually uh, come to fruition, that's one thing, uh, but definitely a place for... Yeah, looking at you. Um, But last year, we had no E3. So uh, in its place, Jeff Keighley actually started something called the Summer Game Fest. So it was an all summer long. They would release, uh, you know, little directs, uh, little uh, state of plays, different releases um, from different developers. And it was just a way to give these developers the stage that they needed to show off what they've been doing. So this year, we actually have a pretty cool th- setup because E3 happens starting June 12th. It's happening again. But also, Summer Game Fest is also happening, which was just released at the time of recording, that they are going to be starting up on June 10th. So looking at maybe a week or two from when this publishes, we're going to be getting a ton of announcement, guys. A ton of them. Um, as far I'm as ready. The- I-, I know. I'm ready, too. Which you you two have gone to E3, right? So you guys know all about the madness and all about the excitement. So I'm hoping it shows a little bit of that past. Um, as far as just a little bit of news so that people back at home know who we're talking about. Um, the confirmed partners for E3 are Xbox, Nintendo, Square Enix, 
Ubisoft, Take-Two, which is the Rockstar 2K games, uh, Warner Brothers. Is it Coke Media? I think, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Coke um, Media. Yeah, Activision, Bandai Namco, Sega, and Gearbox. And then um, there's a, a ton of 2021 partners, uh, but that includes Sony, uh, PlayStation, EA, um, Epic Games, Annapurna, Bandai Namco, a lot of the same big hitters, Ubisoft, um, all of those great ones. A ton of other people too, but I'm not going to name them all. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about spice, and now it's time for our spicy predictions. We're going to start with soy sauce, all right? We're just going to get a little bit of something, a little bit of flavor, but then by our sixth uh, predictions each those are going to be our Thai spice those are going to be the spicy ones the spicy spicy and so we're going to start off with your soy sauce picks Tiffany tell me what your first prediction for E3 and Summer Games Fest okay my first prediction first shout out to E3 2017 Alex and I went and with the they had all the normies non-industry folks um, we're allowed to get in. It was chaos because they were not ready or prepared for like 20,000 randos to show up. and But it was a grand time. I have a lot of fond memories of that experience and hanging out in LA was, was super bomb. Okay, nice. but my soy sauce prediction is um, I'm going to start very light here because this is something that I want and I, something that I think is pretty reasonable. I believe that Airship Syndicate will announce the release date for their Riot Games game, Rune King. Mm. I'm looking forward to Rune King. I am mm -hmm. a fan of League of Legends. Um, we've mentioned previously on the pod. They have a couple um, champions from League of Legends in this game, Rune King. And it's almost like a... It's it's a side-scrolling tactics game, Alex? What? How would it, you describe it's it? It's just a turn-based RPG. Turn-based RPG. And it has a couple of my favorite champions in it so i'm totally down to grab it you know i think my biggest decision of the summer is gonna be am i gonna get it on nintendo switch or am i gonna get it on playstation 5 but i think we're gonna get a release date Ooh, i don't know when date. i just right. think we're getting a date Man, that's my soy that, that's sauce that's really prediction. a soy sauce prediction it's the soyest of because sauces. obviously alex is super confident that you will get a release date in 2021 because he also drafted it and our open critic um so i guess yeah. alex is definitely hoping your prediction's right <laughs> yeah oh yeah all right alex what's your soy sauce prediction all right my first prediction which is i guess the most soy of all of my predictions is that okay. we will get and it's also similar to tiffany's prediction we will get a release date announced from square enix for Final Fantasy 16, but I'm going a step further, and it will release in October. I don't know when in October. Whoa, that's but not they soy will sauce. announce it to release in October. That's borderline there's, mild. That's mild medium, in my opinion. There's one no way they release that in October. And uh, okay, so apparently both of my co-hosts disagree with me here, but audience, <laughs> listen to me. The, the here's my reasoning as to why I'm saying this. Uh huh. So. And there's two major factors playing into this. One, very recently, Square held their uh, Final Fantasy XIV Fan Festival, which is their mm -hmm. you know annual festival event where they announce you know upcoming updates to Final Fantasy XIV and the addition of new features and patches. And so this year, uh, Final Fantasy XIV 
Endwalker, which is which will be the next expansion for Final Fantasy fourteen, was announced to release on November twenty third. So that's okay. already being locked in for end of November. And for those that don't know, Square Enix is also releasing on as a PS five console exclusive for, you know, a limited time for Spoken, mm-hmm. which has been rumored to come out early twenty twenty two. So, you know, if I'm looking at this November 23rd release date for the Final Fantasy XIV expansion, if I'm looking at this new IP launch in early 2022 from Square, I'm pretty sure they're not going to want to step on either of those release dates with something as big as what 16 may bring. And so with that, I think we're going to get 16 before either of those things to give it the spotlight that it deserves. And I think October is a perfect time slot for that. Even though you just said the expansion for 14 comes out at the end of October? End of November. Oh, end of November. Okay. All right. Well, the defense rests. We will just have to wait and see. I think my most locked-in prediction of E3 has to be Halo Infinite Deep Dive trailer from start to finish. And I want some comparison shots of... The trailer that they released a year, and then the trailer now. I want comparisons of Craig. Yeah, never forget. Um, I think Halo Infinite is so important to Microsoft right now. It's so important. One, that it releases this holiday, so I think they're going to have to have a release date this holiday. And two, that it's good. Those two things have to happen, and I think Microsoft is all hands on deck. Um, They're even hiring more and more people. Uh, even today, I saw a job listing that someone retweeted on Twitter, um, which I think that's a good thing. I don't think that's like any cause to concern. I think they just want to make sure this is good. I was talking to Yasser uh, on a group chat, and he was basically the same thing, just talking how it's so important for Microsoft to hit this, hit it this holiday, uh, because it if they don't, then I feel like it's a slippery slope for people to step away. Uh, for the console, for all the goodwill you've been getting for your Game Pass, it all goes away if you can't even... Your flagship game series of Halo, if it doesn't come out this holiday, like, I just don't, I don't see it. So I, th- I feel like it has to, and I think they're going to... That's going to be their tentpole uh, trailer in E3. That's what it is. Tiffany, what's your second prediction? Okay, my s- prediction number two is that we're going to get another cinematic... Hogwarts Legacy trailer with the year. It's going to say 2022 at the end of it. And that's it. No release date. Just don't forget about our game. We have excluded problematic people. (laughs) 2022. (laughs) Is it going to have gameplay? No. No. (laughs) So only cinematics again? So. Yes, another okay. cinematic. All right, Just we're gonna one. see owls in it. Yes. Okay. He's trying to make it more spicy. <laughs> He's like, "How many scrolls will there be? Plus or uh, minus fifteen? Well, okay. Listen, this is my just a smidge above the soy sauce prediction. Okay, okay? that's. Just... I. This is actually why I prepared so many predictions because that was something. But I had said that it would probably be a gameplay trailer. Um, but I will just not talk about that one because I, I hope it does happen. The only thing that makes me worried about it is because WB, there's so much happening with WB right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and they don't know what's happening with WB Game Studios. 
So I don't know what that means for Hogwarts Legacy, Suicide Squad, all of those types of companies. But oh, I guess Suicide Squad's Rockstar, so are they? Rocksteady. 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 They are WB though, right? Yeah, they're they're owned by okay. WB. I mean, um, that that's why I'm just like another cinematic. Yeah, that makes like, sense. Like, because I don't know what's going on in the industry right now for them, but mm-hmm. I think an, I think another cinematic with maybe like 30 seconds of new footage is gonna yeah. be where it's at. Somewhere Phil Spencer is licking his chops. He's like, wait. Are you saying there's a game studio to buy? <laughs> Have I got the place for you? <laughs> yeah. Alex, what you got for us? All right. So keeping in line with it seems like predictions related to release dates are what we're calling tame. So the next step up, you know, past 16. So a little game that I think most people have forgotten about, but coming from Xbox and in particular developed by Rare ever wild so this is a game i feel like not a lot of people are keeping track on the radar but something that's come up so bad it came up last year in their showcase during e3 Mm -hmm. and they're like check out this game developed by rare you know i know they're still co-developing sea of thieves and that's going great you know that's a living game whatever but everwild's rare's next kind of big title and since we haven't heard a lot about it since E3 last year during the Xbox showcase, I think Xbox and Rare will announce the release date for Everwild, and it'll be this September. Ooh, what? Nice. I, I like that. I like it. I am tempted to just even get that game on PC. The only PC game I play is League of Legends, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to, from what I've seen of that game, I want to play it, and I will buy it somehow. I don't. Is it on Steam? Uh, I don't like. I think you'll be able to be get it through Windows Game Pass store. and like or the Windows, Windows Store. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'll figure it out, but I want to yeah. play it. Yeah, I think that is a great pick. I was tempted to do it, but I thought it might be. I don't know. I I, I, I don't know why I didn't. I believe in list, Microsoft. But, they they can get it out this year. I think they will. And like looking, I just looked up Rare's Twitter. Silent. They're not talking about Everwild at all. So I feel like it's kind of like the quiet before the storm. They're putting all all this like community Sea of Thieves stuff, you know, like giveaways, whatever. They're going to like drop Everwild. I bet it. I bet. I bet. I bet. So something that I think is just, just guaranteed, no matter what time of year it is, we're talking about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate the next Smash character gets announced, and it's Walu... No, it's not Waluigi. Waluigi 1 gets announced as a me costume to destroy the internet. Okay. And 2, Crash Bandicoot comes to play. They they get him, you know? I was thinking maybe I should say Sora, but I think everybody's just sick and tired of any sort of sword fighting person. So I think this is the time for Crash... I think they put Waluigi to rest and put him in a me outfit and everyone will lose their mind. But I think it's the move that you got to do. Yeah. You just got to do a Nintendo. In the trailer, it's Crash beating up a me dressed as Waluigi. It would be hilarious. Like, I would love for Waluigi to come on the stage and you're like, oh my gosh, they're doing it. And he like checks the mailbox and there's nothing. 
like maybe there's a wampa fruit or something and he turns around and it's crash bandicoot like that would be so awesome oh my gosh you got honestly such low-hanging fruit i didn't even think about to make a smash prediction yeah like at yeah. all it's not on my list i'm in, i feel bad but i love i love where heads at matt i like they've, it they've got two characters left right yeah. in dlc so yeah. I, I think one of them has to come out or be announced at least uh, i think during you're right E3. i yeah one has to but so, I mean, kind of in that vein, though. So, I didn't make a Smash prediction, but I do mm. have a couple Nintendo predictions on my list. Ooh. So, my next prediction is that Nintendo, a Nintendo-affiliated dev, okay? Okay. Is, there's going to be at least two Shadow Drops for the Nintendo Switch. At least okay. two games are going to, it's going to be like, and you can get it now. Today. Yeah, today. Yeah, when the eShop updates or whatever. I think there's going to at least in this whole summer, there's going to be at least two games that we're literally going to hear about mm-hmm. for the first time and then we're yeah. going to get it. It's probably going to be something that's only on the store for like two months. They're like, you got to get it now. <laughs> and then uh, it'll be dead forever. Yeah, <laughs> dead forever. I'm not going to lie. Rest you guys, in peace, Mario. When I went to go buy Pokemon Snap in the store, they had six copies of Super Mario All... What is it? 3D All-Stars. 3D All-Stars. Yeah, they had six copies of that. So it's not like they just, like, threw them in the back. I think, you know, they're just selling the rest of the stock that they have. Yeah. Yep. Still never finished Super Mario Sunshine. (laughs) Rip to that dream. (laughs) (laughs) Some things shouldn't come back. Some things should just go die. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like Waluigi and Smash. Oh, oh. got him. Alex, what uh, prediction do you have for us? All right. So I do have a Nintendo prediction, but it's a little bit spicier compared to my other Ooh. predictions. So I'm going to hold off on oh, it for okay. now. So I have a All slightly right. less spicy prediction. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's more spicy. I don't know. I guess you guys can just berate me later and say it's more spicy. But okay. so obviously, you know, during during the summertime, Sony is probably going to have right their state of play. They're going to be showing off stuff. So I think they will show us more of Horizon Forbidden West. But no, this is not a release date prediction because I'm done with that. My first two were release date predictions. We're moving on from release date. Those are just salty kind of basic type of predictions. Specifically, what I think Horizon will have and what I'm predicting is that they will announce that Horizon will have co-op missions in the game. And so now I'm not, I'm not saying the entire game will be co-opable. You will not be able to play the whole game with another person. But they will have specific missions that you can queue up with friends online and tackle them together. So it's like going to be a massive machine and you're going to need multiple hunters to take it down. So it's going to be you and other you know people that you queue up with to take down these big mechanized beasts wow that's pretty spicy because like everyone plays as aloy so it doesn't make any sense to me at all that you would co-op anything that is true but if you think about ghost of tsushima you also only played as jin sakai in the single player and then in the multiplayer they just created basically the legend of the ghosts which is like bits and pieces of Jin, but broken down into kind of just generalized characters. And so I think they could do a similar thing where you're playing as Aloy in the main campaign, but then 
there's just the idea of, you know, there's people that want to work or be like her. And so these are like other hunters you play as that are kind of like aspects of Aloy potentially, or just like wannabe Aloys. Hmm. Is that, is that one of your most anticipated PS5 games? If Final Fantasy 16 and uh, for Horizon Forbidden West come out at the same time, which one are you more excited for? Oh man! So you're saying like, let's say they came out same day, like which yeah, choose one your am favorite I child. Booting up. Sadly, as much as I love Horizon, you know, my, currently my desktop wallpaper has been Horizon Forbidden West since it was announced, you know, two years ago, and uh, my you know Twitter tag is partly inspired by Horizon as well. Um, I would have to say Final Fantasy 16. Uh, mostly because you know it's been a while right it's been five years now since the last mainline since Final Fantasy 15 came out and also based on what I've seen of 16 it just looks to be that kind of nice kind of high octane combat and Mm -hmm. that shift to like real-time kind of active you know pressing a button to combo and then also hearing that you know the battle director from devil may cry 5 was hired on to be the battle director for final fantasy 16 i'm like you know what i love dmc5 i love action combat i think kind of combining that action into final fantasy just meets the perfect storm and so i think Mm -hmm. definitely i would i would have to say 16 over horizon though i would quickly boot forbidden west afterwards all right you know, I I played Horizon Zero Dawn, and I just did not get grabbed by it. I, it's one, something I need to go back to. I think I get so burnt out with open world games. We've talked about it so many times on this show, but uh, just, it just it like stinks because I know so many people that it's like that was one of their favorite PS4 games, and for me it's just like, oh man, it just doesn't get me. But I'll go back to it. It makes me not super as excited now that i've played horizon zero dawn it doesn't make me like super excited for forbidden west uh, but i'm happy for all of you that have made it through it um so my starting to pick up the spice all right <laughs> like we we're in mild territory right now we're we're starting to amp up on team matt like we're amping up on the spice meter because we're talking about a game that got announced in a blog post in 2019 and that blog post did not pick up a lot of traction. And many people don't even know that this was has been in development. But Bioshock 4, reintroduced to the series after Bioshock Infinite, probably one of my favorite games of all time is Bioshock, the first one. If you're talking about set pieces, it has it all. It's so good. The story, the plot, everything. The characters, mm, magnifique. But Bioshock 4, they have said absolutely nothing about this except for yeah, we're developing this. It's several years away. Well, guess what? Two years later, I think we get a trailer and it says, hey, 2022, holiday 2022, something way off in the distance to just say, hey, we're coming. We're going back. Maybe they're going back, uh, you know, to the original setting or maybe they're you know, doing whatever in Halo Infinite or Halo Infinite in Bioshock Infinite. Um, but I think it's I think it's going to happen. And I think it's the timing is right. They've been wanting to work on this for a few years. They have said absolutely nothing, which could mean that it's like in development hell forever. But I think it's it would be really awesome. Will it happen? Probably not. But I hope it does. Do you guys, cool. either of you play Bioshock? 
No. So I <gasps> played... Is that the one with the daddies? Yeah, yeah, the big daddies. Yeah, big daddies. The big daddies. <laughs> the daddies. Yeah, not just daddy, <laughs> big daddy, you know? They got oh, there's the only one big daddy? And No, there's plenty of big daddies. So oh, okay. There's big, da- <laughs> there's big, big daddies. daddies. I only know it, that there's daddies or something, and Alex has told me some of the story way back some when. Some of them but... have drills. Some of them have guns. They're, oh, so good. It was one of those um, video games I booted up, which I'm not, like, for scary games. Before you got on, Tiffany, we were talking about um, Resident Evil Village. I will mm-hmm. never play that game. I will okay. watch someone play it. And I started watching it, and I literally jumped out of my chair yesterday. Like, because oh. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, I just, I don't yeah. do well with scary things. Right, right, right. I, I turned on Bioshock, the first one that came out, long time ago. Long, long time ago. And it was so eerie that I, like, turned it off. And I was like, I'll wait for the morning. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. just wait like 12 hours before I start this. <laughs> anyway, oh, Alex, yeah. have you played, played Bioshock? Yeah, so I've played all of the multiplayer of two, which okay. some people would be like, how did you even play the multiplayer Interesting. of two? But yeah, I completed all the trophies. So fun fact, I have all the multiplayer trophies for Bioshock 2, but I only played about a quarter of the campaign of two. And I know people wow. would be like, why did you even play two? You know, two is like, whatever. I'm like, you're right. But in case I ever want to go back to it, mm-hmm. I have the multiplayer done. So those tri- go back platinum to is attainable. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, and then I, I completely played through the uh, main story of Infinite. So I, I okay. do have an understanding of that and kind of the nods. It goes back to the original Bioshock and everything. And definitely, yeah, it's a... I like the prospects of it, and I think, though, it's very interesting what a four could be, because it's, mm-hmm. I never thought, like, obviously the story's designed such that there can be multiple, you know, entries to this series, right? The story's mm-hmm. set up like that, but I'm really interested in how they, you know, take a different iteration on the franchise, um, mm-hmm. and the fact that this is your third from the bottom prediction for me i'm like i this was not going to be on my radar so i'm like i'm very interested to see what your top three spicy predictions oh man at this point i'm telling you we're ramping up the spice like from here on out you're like already getting up there yeah Yeah. it's like where's the milk at you know what i mean i know we're like grabbing for the milk yeah (laughs) maybe lactate if you can't drink that either yeah i'm not really grabbing for the milk with my next prediction but it is a related to the final fantasy 16 so here's my prediction actually about final fantasy 16 i think we're gonna get a character trailer breakdown that shows characters names occupations and relationships with other characters i think that's what we're gonna get at e3 no release date, just kind of more information about some of the s- plot points of Final Fantasy 16. Honestly, Man, you both could be right. Toast. Like if if it releases in October, then they would have this somewhere. I would I would assume that this would be through like a state of play, like the deep dive into yeah. Final Fantasy 16. Mm-hmm. Um, and Summer Game Fest, I don't know how long it goes through. I would assume it goes into August. I maybe? think it does. Last summer, it felt like it just went on forever. It I was like, "Are we not out of the summer yet?" <laughs> there was like a random like ten minute stream about indies, and it's like, "Oh, Summer Game Fest," and I was like, "Oh, this is still that thing. Like it's yeah. still going on. Like everything <laughs> is Summer Game Fest." Yeah. Um, I can't find it quickly. It looks like at least July twenty second 
EA Play Live is the last thing that they have on their website, so maybe it doesn't go that far. But yeah, I could totally see that. Totally the, see it. The thing is, though, on the official 16 website, they already have character profiles for like at least the like core cast. So Do well, really? I don't know if we get like another trailer just in a video gonna, format of those. We're gonna characters. get it with the voice acting and everything. We're just it's that's we already my had the voice acting too. See, no, I'm just gonna double back in. The uh-huh. fact that the initial reveal of the 16, right, had English voice acting, I think is further support for my prediction that's yeah. coming out in October because for me, it's pretty late in my the game. perception, right, yeah, if you already have voice acting, that's usually one of the last things in game development, right? Like the script's been finalized, the scenario's been finalized, so I'm like, if they're willing to commit to get voices recorded, this game is probably a lot further along than we realize and that mm-hmm. they're willing to show because they probably don't want another you know, 15 fiasco of like, oh yeah, we're announcing it. Oh wait, it used to be versus 13, now it's 15. Oh wait, it's supposed to be September, but now it's November, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Alex, so you're saying you have something spicier than me. Oh no, all the rest of these are mucho, I don't even know what spicy in Spanish is, but are any caliente, of these muy caliente. High, are they Thai spice? Or is your last one the only Thai spice? I would say all three are Thai spice, maybe. Oh, man. We'll get started. Tell us your first one. So my fourth prediction is that Nintendo will announce Mario Kart 9 and the main attraction or gimmick of Mario Kart 9 Double Dash. Bring back Double Dash. There'll be planes. Get the zoom zoom out of here. So, oh. <laughs> so t- we can edit it out. No, I'm going to leave it. <laughs> no, um, you should edit it out. So, and the, the way you'll be able to tell is on the nine, there's going to be little wings coming off of it. You know, so it's going to be like Ooh. the Mark nine. And so, you know how like from our card eight, they showed the Mobius strip for the eight. And then that yeah. was to mm. indicate the zero G aspect. Mario Kart 9, the 9 will have a little wing coming off of it, and then parts of the track will be flying sections, and during those flying sections, you can only use items that can fly in the air. So there's going to be an added strategic level of if you can make it to certain parts of the track, you know, your standard green shell isn't going to be able to hit you because it can't fly. It's got to be riding along the ground. So they're going to be adding flying items as well to the game do you even want this like is this something that you want so part i say this prediction comes from two sources one in that i'm trying to think what else they could do with mario kart to like up the ante right so if you look at the previous mario karts like how they've iterated so i'm like okay in mario kart 8 if they went with the whole idea of zero gravity but it was still technically stuck to the track so I'd say yeah. it's, it's zero gravity. You can go upside down and stuff, and you can create cool situations, right, with, like, driving upside down or the loop-de-loops, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, where can they go from there to make it even crazier? And I'd say still keeping with Mario Kart, right, with Kart mm-hmm. in the name that they want you to be driving, that, and I guess part of this is also influenced from Sega um, Sonic All-Stars Racing Transformed, where in that game it's also a combination of driving a car or a kart and flying sections in that. And also okay. in the past, Nintendo has had 
uh, flying games a la Diddy Kong Racing, where flying was a big proponent in that racing game. I was literally just about to say, it's taken like 20 years for them to catch up to Diddy Kong Racing. Exactly. (laughs) And I think now's the time that they can say, okay, Mario Kart 9 will now have flying in it. Here's my question, because we're, we're getting into these iterations of these franchises that have literally been around since we were babies. Like, we have Super Smash Brothers, now Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I never see, I, I, I can't be in a world where I see Super Smash Ultimate being ported, or being made again. Like, it is literally yeah. the ultimate Super Smash Brothers. There's no other further iteration of it. Do you think we'll ever get to a point where Mario Kart is just something that they keep adding on to? Maybe, like, a new skin? Like, when, you know, you get to Switch Pro or, or whatever, whatever's after Switch, you, you know, pour over, you know, Mario Kart 9 or Mario Kart 10 or whatever, or Mario Kart Infinite, and you have all these random characters. Maybe you have a Cloud Strife character, or maybe you have a Banjo-Kazooie character. You know, like, it's more like Ultimate, more and more. Um, you know, we started seeing that with Link from Legend of Zelda. Do you think that this next iteration will be kind of doing the formula from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? So I thought about that as also being my prediction, but the fact that it has Mario Kart in the name, I think kind mm-hmm. of keeps it out of that realm where the fact that Link is a guest character is kind of already overstepping the bound in Mario Kart 8. And the fact that obviously there's also an Mer- official Mercedes-Benz crossover <laughs> vehicle in Mario Kart 8 is overstepping <laughs> that bound as well. But yeah, I think because of the fact that it's Mario Kart, I don't know if they do that or if they want to re- would then rebrand it. Uh, mm-hmm. a la like Super Smash Brothers because that's kind of a more generic title so that kind of welcomes other characters from other franchises more easily but then if you say this is Mario Kart and then suddenly I see Solid Snake in it that I'm like wait a second Solid Snake is in Mario Kart you know how would that kind of gotcha. you know, fool my perception of it but would I like it to be a possibility of course I mean if they make Mario Kart 9 like all star Mario Kart of something like that where it's like we do the smash brothers crossover and we get everybody coming in. Like Rob could be in it and then he's not driving a car. He's just racing along on his wheels. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Like I'd say bring it, but you know, I just think from a branding perspective that they wouldn't go that far. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Fair enough. Well, sticking to our Nintendo guns, my third spiciest has to be Metro prime four. It's happening, everybody. It's happening. We're going to get a cinematic teaser trailer that says 2022 at the end of it. Retro Studios had to basically reset. They had to start anew. You had the initial director that started Metro Prime series finally back, finally back home, and they're going to they're going to do it right. I, I think um, playing Returnal, the more I played Returnal, and Alex just started playing Returnal, so it might be interesting to see your take, but... Um, the more I played Returnal, I was like, this could be Samus. Like, I could be walking around like Samus in the same way Returnal is. Like, it has the Metro Prime vibes to it. And the more you play it, the more I felt it. Um, I think it, the timing's right. Uh, they had to reset in 2019. I feel like two years, that's that's a lot of time. Um, you know, Retro has done a lot of great things for Wii U, especially um, Donkey Kong Country, or sorry, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze was probably one of the best games. Um, I have it on Switch. 
Uh, it's great. It's a great game. I haven't finished it, but um, it is a really good game. Um, they've just been doing what they need to do for Nintendo, and I feel like that's given them a lot of leeway to go back to their roots and go back to the Prime series and make it great. So I hope it happens. I will. I, this is one prediction that I think is spicy because 2022 still on Nintendo time, like that's pretty soon for them. But um, it's something I will be kind of disappointed if it doesn't happen because it's going to turn into one of those Beyond Good and Evil 2 that we're going to hear about for 10 years and we're never going to see it. Okay. Um, I hope that happens for you, Matt, because <laughs> I know you. how excited you are about yeah. Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> Uh, my next spicy take. So my takes aren't actually that spicy, but this okay. is spicier than what I've proposed. Is is be- that why before. you started the show saying you like medium spice? Yeah, because like I'm that's a as far spice as you got. Girl, yeah. I mean, I can handle some. I've never had Thai spice in my life. I could handle some spice. You don't need but... to. Okay, like you're I, right. I'm not like I told you guys in the pre-show, white people only get Thai spice once. I learned my lesson. <laughs> I'll never again. Okay. My insides um, okay. were never the same. <laughs> your your micro yeah your microbiome changed or whatever. That's what Alex had said before. But okay, so my next spicy prediction is that it's a Nintendo theme. This is my last Nintendo prediction. Okay. So this summer, Super Mario Rush Golf whatever All Star is coming out. Well, Super Mario Party is going to get free DLC. With around four to five golf-related minigames to coincide with the release of Super Mario Rush Golf, Super Mario Golf Rush, whatever it's called. That's so my it, prediction. Is the DLC just five minigames? Or yes. is it... No, okay. it's just five, up to five minigames, some of which are golf-related, just saying like, yo... Remember when we now updated Super Mario Party to be online compatible to play? <laughs> well, now here's five mini games for just for celebrating golf. Get that game too. That's my <laughs> prediction. And it's free. It's going to be free. It's going to be free. It's going to be um, free. Like we're not even talking about this game that came out in 2018 and we they are talking finally about We are talking about finally allowed online play to happen so i guess anything's possible like how many maps do they have do they still only have four, four. Maps? yes they only have four maps yeah if they bring out a dlc and they don't add another map that's what's waste. gonna happen that's what's gonna happen and that's it why needs the to be a golf themed map yeah, yeah oh i'll sick. take it along I mean, with the golf mini games yeah, yeah that'd be cool golf. and then instead of just walking around all the characters are in golf carts you're just driving around the map. No, please don't don't talk about funny. don't talk about that. That's bad <laughs> memories from the previous Mario Party where everyone's in the car together. <laughs> Alex, do you have something spicier than free yeah. DLC? I actually do, and funny that yours is Mario Party related, because <gasps> mine is Mario Party adjacent. And so. Okay. So okay, specifically, the look on Tiffany's face is very, uh, very uh, <laughs> shocked. And that is so, you know, recently my co-host may be aware that uh, Sumo Digital, developers of Sackboy, A Big Adventure, have announced that they are adding more speedrunning levels to the game over the ne- every other month 
for the next year or so. And this is obviously in part due to the positive feedback that Sackboy Big Adventure got when it came out last year with the launch of PS5. Yeah, amazing game. And the fact that those speedrunning levels were actually pretty fun, albeit the rip snorter with all the levels combined together was quite a pain to get through. So due to, you know, the success of little big planet in general and specifically how well Sackboy has done on <gasps> his own adventure, Sony, are we going on an adventure with him? Sony will announce their own Mario party, but it's Sackboy's party and it's going to be Sackboy's party bash and it's going to be sony's version of mario party but you play what? sack boy characters. i love this i love this and characters from the sack boy franchise as playable characters so you can either be your own sack boy and be customized in your own outfit to look how you want zoom or zoom. you could or you could be zoom zoom you know as your playable character and it's going to be Sony's answer to Nintendo Mario Party. I'm in love. Everyone's going to, all three of us are going to pay $70 each so we can play it from the comfort of our own homes together online. <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, that would be crazy to me. Like, that would, would be the skins so fun. just be different IPs? Like, just like, hey, I'm wearing my Aloy skin on my Sackboy like, that would be crazy. That would be awesome, though. Um, also, if they, like, brought Astro into it, like Astro bought some of those minigames, I feel like that would be amazing. And, like, have him as a playable character, that would be sweet. Oh, my God. Astrobot X Sackboy. Yeah. Bring it. Yeah, where's it. the Astrobot outfit for Sackboy? I'm surprised that know. was never in the I thing. don't know. Yeah. So my second spiciest is something that the internet wants. Actually, most everything I've talked about is what the internet wants. <laughs> but this is about a game called Elden Ring. We're going to get a trailer, but not only are we going to get a trailer. We already got a trailer. We're going to get an official trailer that wasn't leaked. <laughs> but other than that, onto the stage, you're going to see a man. He's no. going to have a hat. And he's nope. going to have a beard. And it's nope. George R.R. R. Martin. <laughs> I don't believe you. Center stage. <laughs> Dude, it's John Cena. No, I'm kidding. It's George R.R. R. Martin. <laughs> and he says, I don't even know how he talks. I don't think I've ever heard him talk in my life. But he's going to be like, hey, here's this thing. I also haven't finished the last book of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Screw you, Reddit. <laughs> and then we're going to get it. <laughs> We're going to get the trailer for Elden Ring. And you know what? It's not going to have a release date. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's he's going to be gone. No time for questions. And then the lights are going to come out. George R.R. Martin, gone. Never seen him. Never saw him slip by. He's like the wind. (laughs) So will that have more or less impact than Keanu Reeves showing up on stage? Oh man, I don't know. I, I I think Keanu Reeves is next level meme, but Elden Ring is so much next level than CD Projekt Red. Like I I think Elden Ring is still like top of the charts for as little as we know about Elden Ring. It is so much hype on the internet. It's crazy. It's crazy how these people have latched onto it. Me myself included. Like I'm all about it too. I would be screaming 
Like, I'd probably have to replay it because I'd just be screaming the entire time. Oh, because you didn't even anyway. hear the audio because you're screaming over it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We are there, folks. We are at the Thai spice or medium spice for Tiffany yeah. level of predictions. <laughs> Tiffany, tell me your medium spice. Okay. So mine's actually probably hot, hot spice. Okay. Like maybe like a right below Thai spice. We are going to get a trailer and release date for God of War Ragnarok. Whoa. We're getting a trailer, and it's going to say, I'm taking it, October 2021. Oh, man. That's not happening. That, that's oh happening. That is a terrible release date. That is spicy, <laughs> but that's not happening. Horizon's happening. coming out first. No, it's not. It has to, I, I. Oh, man. I would love that. I would love for you to be right, but October just can't happen. Why? I, I, Why like not? It's too soon. It's too I soon. I don't believe you. How is like, that too soon? I, I think that if Horizon gets a shadow release date, which it I won't. I don't think it will. I think, I think I Horizon is going to be November and God of War is going to be 2022. No. But Horizon would have to come out like in August or September to give enough time for them to put God of War. They're just two big juggernauts for Sony. They like They would cannibalize each other. I think God of War is coming out this year. Like that is why I'm I don't care if it's October, I don't it could be December 15th, 2021, but God of War Ragnarok is coming out in 2021. I believe if it. If if it comes out, it's going to be like a Miles Morales situation where it's like a shorter experience, which I'm actually would be fine with. I don't but I think I think it would have to be a shorter experience. What do you mean? It's already a short experience the first game. Isn't it like already like a 15-hour game technically? Like just story, maybe I guess yeah. If you're, maybe if you're like skipping cutscenes and stuff, but oh, there's well. a lot to experience. I think like on average it's like twenty twenty five. Okay, Makes but sense. I think, I think that's doable. Ooh, that that's very very spicy actually. That is a spice. That, under, that is uh, so that is Thai spice. Is that that thai is spice? Thai spice. De facto spiciest take you've you've made today that's, because that's, of yeah. the October. If you said nothing about the release date, it would be medium spice. But since you said October 2021, mm-hmm. oh, man, you're like grabbing the milk with that with that prediction. That's a spicy one. All right, Alex, your Thai spice, lay it on us. All right. So it seems like based on my previous two, though, you guys were pretty shocked by those. But I don't know on the spiciness scale how, thought, how spicy you thought they were. They're pretty and spicy. I guess, and I guess this... Uh, this will be very hard in light of new developments a la the uh, sale that uh, Discovery has made with WB. Mm-hmm. But as you might know, WB used to used to own DC Comics, but now mm-hmm. Discovery owns DC Comics. Crazy. And something else related as as we don't you know, we don't really know what the uh, fate of nether realm or the other game studios under wbr but considering let's say that they those went along with dc so dc and nether realm are, st- are still together and in light of some recent rumors about certain developers talking with other ip about creating games using their ip my prediction is that you know wb games obviously in partnership with nether realm studios and furthermore in partnership with Marvel, 
will announce a Marvel versus DC fighting game. Oh, this is amazing. I don't believe it. That is high slice. Spider-Man facing Batman to see who's the better animal man. (laughs) Animal man. (laughs) I, I could buy it, though, because the guy that's in charge of the DC fighting games... Ben Hansen, formerly of Game Informer, now with MinMax, he actually shared this clip like from years ago when he was interviewing this guy. He's like, hey, would you like I love Ben Hansen and like his interview style. And he was just like candid and like, hey, like if the opportunity arose, would you ever work with Marvel? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'd love that. He's like, wait, I I probably shouldn't be talking (laughs) about this. So like, you know, these developers want to. It's just all the red tape. That would be amazing. Oh, gosh, I'm not. Oh. That, I hope that's true. That would be amazing. It will. We will enter the era of the Clash of Heroes, Marvel versus DC. That would be really cool. I would really love that. We'll see. We will definitely see. All right. Are you guys ready for my Thai spice? Yeah. I mean, you're gonna close out the show, Matt. My my spiciest of takes, which I think could happen, and I want you to hear me out. I'm gonna tell you my my prediction but then i want to defend myself because i think you guys are going to say there's no way that this is going to happen xbox and microsoft is all about being on good terms with some of its other big titans in the industry and even in this you know epic games and uh, iPhone, like all this legislation going in, all this media going in, and like all this redacted information from these cases have tied Microsoft to a certain individual company called Nintendo. And in these, I think that Xbox is going to bring Xbox Game Pass to Nintendo Switch. Here's, Here's my reasoning. Everyone is nodding no. Well, actually, Alex is nodding a little yes. I don't know if it's like of excitement or of agreeance. Tiffany is just no. (laughs) So I think that this is the perfect thing for them because Phil Spencer is all about Game Pass. And he has made it very clear when we're talking about Starfield, which is now going to be a Game Pass exclusive, not Xbox exclusive, Game Pass exclusive. Anywhere you can play Game Pass, you can play Starfield. Nintendo has been working with cloud gaming because third parties don't like coming to nintendo they can't handle it some third parties have kind of gone around this with making cloud versions of their games so we saw that with hitman we saw that with control where they had cloud versions of these games to make it easier on a less powerful console like the nintendo switch nintendo switch pro i'm actually really shocked no one predicted that nintendo switch pro was happening because that's 100% like it has to be announced this is the best worst kept secret or worst best kept secret of video games right now it's going to happen probably tied in with breath of the wild 2 uh this holiday or you know early 2022 so with this i think they're finally going to have the computing power to release game pass in a cloud version to nintendo switch because already you're seeing people being able to use game pass on xbox console pc or through cloud gaming. And so that's on your phone. And if your phone can handle it, a Nintendo Switch, and especially a Switch Pro, will be able to handle the processing speed 
of Minecraft Dungeons or whatever else is released on cloud gaming on Game Pass. So that's my spiciest thing. And it's it's honestly something that I could realistically see happening this E3. What are your thoughts? That is a wild prediction, and I don't believe it. I think we're at least, if it is on the horizon, I don't Uh think it's happening this year. But that's crazy. I agree with you that Xbox and Microsoft want it to happen. I just don't know how far, you know, Nintendo is willing to lean over the aisle and handshake on it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if Microsoft was able to make a good case to Nintendo about why, you know, having Game Pass as a kind of app basically Mm -hmm. and available on the, on the switch for streaming their games through cloud is a beneficial thing to both of them, or I guess Mm -hmm. more so beneficial to Nintendo and obviously partly beneficial to Xbox. Then I could see them maybe, you know, Nintendo giving in, but I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm about it. Honestly. I mean, we've talked about it previously on the podcast. It's like being able to play games, you know, in your own time and, Mm -hmm. and the convenience of being able to do it. I think, you know, like you said, Hey, if your kid, your kid might, or I, I guess at this point, every kid has a smartphone, but you know, in, mm-hmm. in the case your kid doesn't have a smartphone to stream the Xbox game pass games to, they probably, you got them a switch. So mm-hmm. in that case, you know, if you, if they can't stream it to their phone, they can stream it to their switch. They have access to a lot more games. There's a lot more convenience there for them. And also for you as well to say, Hey, can't use my phone right now. Or I got to use my phone for something else. I can stream on my switch. You know, it's a win-win situation. So definitely I can see it happening only if Nintendo is willing to, to lean far enough into it. I just, that would literally change the gaming world. I yeah. Feel like it'd be a new Renaissance. It would be, if you will. Cause like, I think like it makes perfect sense for Microsoft to, to pay as much money to Nintendo to make to sweeten the pot as much as possible to get on Nintendo Switch because they're all about user bases and their previous sales data that just got released real like recently Game Pass is still not profitable like it's still not a profitable property you know they're bringing Bethesda games Starfield is going to be first day you know there's a couple games that are on the horizon like a couple months from now that are going to be Game Pass day and date um and, and so like there's so many things like Spirit Fair was day and date on Game Pass. There's so many indies, and Nintendo Switch is such an indie machine. But like when you know that there's 84.59 million Nintendo Switch consoles out there, and if you only got half of those users to pay a subscription to Xbox Game Pass, like you're looking at so much money, so much money for Microsoft. And Nintendo, I, I feel like it just makes sense because they've struggled their entire time to get third parties onto there. Ever since GameCube, they stopped trying to go after third parties. Like Time Splitters 2 was on PS2, was on GameCube. And then like after that, it was whatever. You know, they they did their own thing. They were a first party machine. But oh man, I would I would love to see it. And honestly, I would love to see it for you guys too, because both of you don't have an Xbox. But if you had a Switch, you could have Game Pass and be able to get all these indie titles and you could save so much money on these random things. Like it's Game Pass is the best deal in gaming, for sure. So, that's my spas to take. My spas. And I hope we're right. I hope we're right on all these. Any you final hope, predictions? Uh, you hope the audience and us are going to have to run and get out the, the lactose? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take some Pepsid. 
I'm going to have some milk right next to me. I'm going to be ready for George R. R. Martin <laughs> to oh my be gosh. on stage. And then Keanu Reeves just comes out of nowhere. He's like, you're beautiful or wonderful, whatever he said. He's, yeah, I think he said beautiful. <laughs> breathtaking. Yeah. Breathtaking. Oh, breathtaking. Oh, they, dang they, it. That was one of the trophies in Cyberpunk was your breathtaking. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. I that's actually, funny. okay, points, points to Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, that's the only points they get. <laughs> anyway um honestly we'll probably see cd project red in some sort of update for ps5 and xbox series x so look forward to that any other final predictions before we get out of I, here i predict that i will be disappointed at least twice and um, then I'm... <laughs> and then i'm gonna predict that i'll be excited twice oh okay <laughs> Yep. So you're only going to react to four things. Got it. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yep. Alex, any final predictions? I want to double down on my Sackboy Sackboy's party <laughs> bash because I want it to happen and Sackboy is such I a great character it. and the I ability want it to, to happen. tailor him to express how you want to be is just such a fun customization option. And I think like the way that Sackboy just as is a character would function in mini games is the perfect marriage of the two. So yeah. Make it happen, Sony. And if it's not happening, I'll take my consultation fee. You know, you can contact mm-hmm. us at our podcast Gmail and I'll go and get in touch with you. Yeah, Sony and all of our people listening to this show, you can of course contact us at RXP underscore podcast on Twitter or RXP dot podcast. Or is it the other way around? Dang it, did I just mess it up? No, you didn't. <laughs> It's rxp.podcast at gmail.com or rxp underscore podcast. But that concludes episode 31, our Thai Spice episode for E3 and Summer Game Fest 2021. I hope you all have a great summer, and I hope all of our predictions are true. See you next time. Make it happen. Who's the better animal man? Zoom, zoom. Are we going on an adventure with him?